This is the Who's to Say podcast with your struggle bus captain, Grant Sheffield. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. It's Super Bowl week. It's going to be great. My team, the Patriots, are playing the Eagles on Sunday. That's going to be fantastic. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, one of my friends was asking me the other day, because he's a, he's a Redskins fan, so he doesn't know anything about winning. And he was asking me, he's like, doesn't it kind of get old that you guys go to the Super Bowl every single year or you always in contention for the Super Bowl and I was like no it's it's actually uh it's a new year every single year we get pretty excited about it um the thing is like if this Super Bowl is probably to me one of the most competitive ones we've played in just because um the Eagles have always been a strong team except for like the one year after uh no, the year that uh, Andy Reid was – his last year with the Eagles was kind of like a rough year for the Eagles. But then, I mean, the Eagles just got our best running back on their team last year because the Patriots, one thing we don't do, we won't pay you, we will not pay you. The people we pay is the guy who's 40 years old. Tom Brady gets paid, Gronk gets paid, and everybody else gets crumbs. And that's just true. That's my team, but I know we don't spend money. That's probably why they're also my team, because they don't spend money, just like me. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. But he was like, yeah, you think uh, you think you guys ever get tired of it? We don't. I don't think anybody ever said that about the Chicago Bulls when, like, Michael Jordan kept getting the championships, like, for five or six consecutive years. Nobody got tired of, like, being a Bulls fan. You wonder who wish that they had those championships now? The Bulls, because they're terrible. Like, I'm pretty positive that the Bulls wish they could have more times going to the playoffs and going to the championship. Um, but now, the game of Sunday is going to be so, so good. Um, I'm thinking, of course, I'm biased. I'm thinking the Patriots will probably pull it. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it might be like a, like a 24-20 Patriots type of win um, pending there's like no injury no like no big injury on either side of the ball like if if Tom doesn't get hurt and if uh, Nick Foles doesn't like throw like a crazy interception that leads to a pick then I think it'll be like 24-20 I think it'll probably be low scoring to start the game out because like it's going to be a I think it'll be a pretty strong defensive game for the majority of the game um, our defense has gotten better this year. We've sometimes been, like, very hit or miss in the secondary, very hit or miss. Like, I'm sitting there watching. I was like, I know this dude's about to blow it. I know he's going to blow his coverage. And then, of course, will the opposing quarterback throw a bomb for, like, 40 yards. And then for whatever – like, our, our cover defense isn't the best. But, like, if you're going to look at our – Let's say, like, our goal line defense, you'll see, like, oh, okay, they actually know how to stop people from running the ball. So that's cool. But the thing is, like, if somebody throws a 40-yard bomb, that might be game time. And that's not me even being a Patriots fan. It's just, like, 
that's just me watching football and knowing if somebody can get the most amount of yards during the game, that person's gonna win the game. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. One of my boys, his team is the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and it's been his team for years. So he's not like a bandwagon fan, just like I'm not a bandwagon Patriots fan. Um, pretty much every year, um, it's either his team's the Eagles, of course, my team's the Patriots, and you know he'll put stuff on Facebook. I'm like, yep, this dude understands. Like he's always Eagles have always been like a good team. I feel like they haven't had like a horrible, horrible year in a like a while. Like, um, this game should be – it should be pretty competitive, I would say. I don't think it's going to be, um, like, the Super Bowl from last year when the Falcons blew it all. Shout out to Tank Smith and Josh Rosenstein. Thank you so much for last year. Oh, I needed that one. Uh, they are both <laughs> Atlanta Falcons fans, much to their chagrin right now. Um, but, yeah. Pretty much, I don't think it's going to be a repeat of last year where um, we're going to be down by so much and then Tom has to, like, bring us back miraculously and or a team falls apart because I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Eagles, um, I think they're, I think they're more equipped to hold the game together, if that makes sense. Um, Nick Foles, of course, is a backup quarterback. And that's not a problem. Like, he's no scrub. Uh, but Carson Wentz, like, if he was playing, I would have been looking at the game, like, a lot differently. Not that I don't think the Eagles can win, but, like, if, I was, if Carson Wentz was in the game, I was like, yo, like, our defense really needs to be, like, super, super tight. Um, I don't think Nick Foles is a liability, but, of course, you're going to prefer to have, like, your starting quarterback who's, like, your franchise player versus your backup. Now, as a backup, Nick Foles has done, like, a great job. Because nobody expected Carson Wentz to go out like he did. Because uh, he was having a really good run. A lot of people still think that uh, – I, I would say that Carson Wentz uh, was competitive enough this year to be the MVP. He's got to be in your like your top three, top four um, for the actual MVP. Um, some cool things about Super Bowl week is, of course, they, um, they get to where the game is. Like, typically – if the Super Bowl is like on a Sunday, typically the teams arrive like on a Tuesday or so, and um, all the sports journalists they'll be there and they'll ask like that question. Like my favorite thing about Super Bowl week is from the media side is that you watch NFL players get tired of talking about a thing they get paid millions of dollars to do. They're like, oh, because it'll be like they'll get there on Tuesday, it'll be like Thursday midday, and keep in mind. These dudes have had like eight to ten interviews over the course of three days asking them all about the game. There's a point in the interview process. So probably some point around like Friday, you'll start to hear uh, the, the sports journalists who went to journalism school and all this great stuff. They'll start asking questions like, so what's your favorite cereal? I want to know if he's going to win the game. I don't care. About Fruit Loops, I so care about Fruit Loops. They're one of my very favorites. Uh, so that's gonna be dope to watch that. Um, Tom Brady, of course, is 39 years old. So one of the questions that was asked him the other day, you know, somebody was talking to him the other day, and um, 
I think it was on WEEI in Boston, one of their correspondents there. And uh, they called Tom Brady's daughter a little pissant. Oh, my God. Like, I'm no big fan of kids, but, dude, you don't talk trash about somebody's children. Like, because he went on the um, actual radio show, and he was just like, yeah, I um, I'm kind of disappointed by what you guys said about my daughter, blah blah blah. No child deserves that, and it's true. There's no reason to talk about anybody's children. That's kind of that's kind of jacked up. Um, but at the same time, the media will come for you. It's their job to, I guess, quote unquote, hold you accountable, like kind of make you talk about things you might not be comfortable with. Now, there's no reason like besmirch a child's name like talk badly about them um but what i found interesting was um he was kind of talking about that situation with the daughter and he kind of pretty much left abruptly they're like all right tom it's fine take care and he's like yeah you guys he just dipped out which was awesome because tom brady of course he's super clean cut guy you know he's not gonna like he's not like a big raw raw guy except for like on the field he doesn't like really do a lot of off the field stuff um but the reporter had seen, I think, Tom Brady's, like, Facebook show or, like, TV show on Facebook, on Facebook Watch. I think it's called Tom versus Tom. I haven't watched it. I, I know he's old. I don't, I don't need to watch him get old. I'm already doing that. Um, so he's sitting there, and uh, he, he's, like, uh, talking about that situation. And it kind of made me think about what happened, like, during the Grammys, like, last week because uh, – Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy of their daughter, of course, is like, they're all sitting in the front. And uh, I thought it was awesome. There's a moment, everybody's probably seen this video by now. There's a moment uh, on the Grammys where the presenter, I think she's a singer, I don't really recall, is talking about, um, she's like, oh, give it up for this next group, uh, blah, 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 very great, blah, 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 so whatever she was saying. Some, something nice, the niceties, if you will. And you saw, like, Blue Ivy watching her mom and dad clap. And then she just kind of stops the clapping. She's like, you're adding like it's too loud. And I thought it was hilarious. I saw people on Facebook destroying Blue Ivy. She's six. She might even be four. Who cares? Because you want to know all kids are jerks. All kids are jerks. You ever met a nice kid? No, they were pretending, waiting for you to give them something. All kids are jerks. They're supposed to be because they're not real people yet. They have like, they do have emotions, but they don't have any sense. Like, um, I thought it was kind of funny. Like people were on Facebook like, oh, everybody knew that the child of a, a billion of a billion dollars would be a jerk. Also, keep in mind this, people, the child of any person is going to be a jerk. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Um. I just thought it was hilarious. People start talking trash. And then, like, you get into that scroll on Facebook where you're looking to see what other comments people have made about, like, Blue Ivy. Oh, people were going in. They started talking about, like, she had big feet, that she wears, like, a size 10 and a half in men's. I was like, what? What does that even mean? Yes, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Because those shoes did look kind of huge. But you don't talk about somebody's kids. Uh, especially if you know that Jay's could get you killed. That's not, That's not smart at all. Um, the Grammys were cool. A lot of people 
tuned into that. Um, Childish Gambino had a pretty solid performance. I know the song he performed, and I like it enough. I thought that he was going to do um, the other one, the one that everybody loves. You guys know the one, that one. I thought he was going to do that one instead, but I think I actually enjoy the performance of that song better um, than the other one. You know, because he only has one song. What, what do you mean? Um, other things that happened during the Grammys. Migos with it was there. That's kind of that was cool to see the Migos there. For whatever reason, I don't know why they decided to dress like the Three Musketeers, but g- good on them. All right, a lot of a lot of rappers couldn't pull that off. That was very very odd to say the least. I um also Bruno Mars pretty much won everything. Like if you look at him like in the crowd or whatever. In my head, I was like, he wants to be Prince so bad, it's gross. He really does. Like, you see him, like, in the crowd, he's looking like Prince. Then he gets on stage, he's doing Michael Jackson's dances. Who are you trying to be, sir? Who are you trying to be? Um, <clears throat> but that was cool. He had, uh, I think, 24 Magic one um, album of the year. I never, I didn't hear the album. I've heard some of the songs from it. Um, he's a, he's a solid performer, probably one of the best performers out there, like live performers. I've never seen him, but like what I've seen, like on live TV, has been really good. Keep in mind, on live TV, live TV as a performer exposes you like a lot more than like what I feel like a video would do. And what I mean by that is you can be watching a live performance, and somebody who's amazing could be terrible automatically just because like. Uh, audio and things like that are going bad. So Rihanna, who I think is a, a really good singer, I don't think she's amazing or anything like that. Um, she was performing um, with, maybe it was with DJ Khaled. It wasn't good. I feel like the, the dancing, yeah, her dance moves, they were straight or whatever, but her singing, it was kind of it was kind of off. It seemed like kind of pitchy. And I can say that because like, I can't sing. Um, but I'm sitting there, I'm watching and I was like yeah I think something's happening with the audio this is something's not not happening right now it's kind of like um I definitely thought she was good the performance was good but like the sound was kind of bad and that's the reason about like why I think that like live tv will expose you Bruno Mars typically whenever he does like a live concert or venue it's pretty much the same show all the time so like I don't think he kind of runs into that um, another great thing about the Grammys, your boy DJ Khaled, he did not mention his son, guys. I was so proud of him for not mentioning his son for the first time in, I don't know, the six or seven months since he had his son. Every award show, every commercial, every Snapchat, I see DJ Khaled's son. I didn't see DJ Khaled's son at the Grammys, which is good. That kid probably needs some rest. He's been putting in a lot of work. He's been, like, on all the shows. He's a quote-unquote produced a track. You can't produce if you can't speak. That's not, that's not, no. That's stupid, DJ Khaled. Stop it. Um, but DJ Khaled was there. That was kind of cool. Um, what was important to me about throughout the whole show, I just wanted to see who was going to win, like, the best comedy album. Dave Chappelle took it away. Like, I saw other people in the category. Of course, 
Love Jerry Seinfeld. Think he's phenomenal. Sarah Silverman, she is a beast. All right. Um, but I know that as far as like things that interest me to have like an actual effect on like how I do stand up and people I watch definitely felt good to see uh, Dave Chappelle take it. Obviously, um, Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it, it didn't mean anything to me. I th- I think Kevin Hart's funny, but it's just like um, I don't know any of his new, any of his like newer stuff because I I kind of stopped watching his specials a little bit. Um, but it doesn't mean he's not funny. He makes a lot of people laugh, so that's cool. But yeah, um, I was happy for Dave Chappelle to win that thing. Uh, there was a there was a quick moment during the Grammys where uh, <laughs> it was right before commercial. Of course, they show like the next performer or next presenter, I mean, and they flip the screen to like uh, Dave Chappelle. And of course, he's got a cigarette in his hand. Of course, it's Dave Chappelle. He doesn't care. He's going to smoke a cigarette in the back. And I thought it was kind of funny. He had a cigarette. Like, ah, like, like I'm the man. I'm going to go up here. I'm going to do this thing. And then I'm going to finish this cigarette. All right. It's, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, your friends who like might talk trash or something like that. But then they're going to go back and finish their beer later after they finish talking trash. I thought it was awesome. It was pretty good. Um, so, yeah. I was pretty impressed with the uh, with the Grammys overall. overall. Um, I don't think anything else weird happened during the Grammys that I actually cared about. Let's see. Um, back to the Super Bowl. So, Super Bowl is on Sunday. Super excited about that. Um, game starts at six thirty. That is not the Super Bowl ringing, by the way. Um, game starts at six thirty. I think I get off work at seven o'clock. So, um, <clears throat> all customers who come in, yep, I'm gonna make sure that I get them up out of there. Cause like I'm gonna have the game on in the back. The game's gonna be on on the TV at work. All right. Cause I remember last. Maybe like two weeks ago when it was the AFC Championship game or whatever it was. The AFC Championship game was on. And we were playing the Jaguars. And we were getting dusted for a decent amount during that game. And I was getting real upset. I was like, yo. Because I'm sitting there watching the game. And customers kept coming. I know they come in because they need help. They want to buy things. I don't I don't care about making the rent when the game is on. All right? I'll make up for it somewhere else. But the game is on. People come and say, oh, can you help me set up my... I was like, oh, my God, are you serious, dude? We're down by 15 points. There's no... Yes, sir. I'll most definitely help you set up your phone or whatever nonsense you need, sir. And, like, I'm sitting there helping the guy set up his phone. He's, like, trying to do small talk. I'm watching the game. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Just, like, cleaning off his phone or whatever the case may be. It's fine. I don't care. I'm trying to watch the game. Because I'll be watching this team longer then I'll be working at this job. So it's fine. Because that's how I get down. Um, there was one point where I had to help one of my coworkers, like customers, and the game was on, much to my chagrin. I was like, I don't want to help this person at all, but since me and you are tight, I'll help you out. And um, customers there, and they were having issues with their, uh, something with their phone or something, and I was kind of like just hovering over them, see what was going on. I was like, uh-huh, yep. It was like, it's fine. I just like, was doing like the IT crowd thing. I was like, have you tried to turn it on and off again? And then they turn it off. I'm like, what well, do you try to turn it off? And I'll be right back. Walk straight to the TV. Beeline. Is it good customer service? No. Not at all. 
but I'm there to sell stuff and or watch the Patriots play when they're in the AFC championship game. So I'm not going to miss that for you having issues that you could have Googled. Am I a nice person right now? Probably not, but I am efficient. I do know that a lot of people can save a lot of time, gas, and money if they Google stuff. Like, just, just Google it. It's so easy. So, yeah, I'm sitting there watching the game, and, like, the lady, she's like, excuse me. I had to make another beeline back towards her. So, keep in mind, this is, like, 40, 50 steps at a time. I should have just brought her over to this TV. We could just sit on the couch, and we can both watch the game. I can help you with your nonsense. Um, ah, that's just me being... Being, being rough on a person that doesn't deserve that. Um, so, yeah. I uh, definitely am excited for the game. Picking my Patriots to play. To not play. They're definitely playing. Uh, to win 24-20. I don't foresee, like, an overtime happening. Um, <clears throat> LeGarrette Blunt from the Eagles. Um I'm going to go ahead and say he's probably going to have a, about maybe two rushing touchdowns. I'm going to guess two rushing touchdowns um, just because he helped us win ours last year. Uh, he was the main reason we got to the Super Bowl last year. I hope he's enjoying our ring as he's trying to get another one of our rings. Um, like I said earlier, the Patriots don't, play, don't pay anybody, so that's why he left. Also, Chris Long, who used to be on our, uh, on our defense – he left the Patriots last year as well, so look out for him. He's going to be trying to, like, knock the stuffing out of Tom Brady. So, yeah, it's going to be a really good game. Uh, make sure you watch that. I'm probably going to, like, uh, I'm probably going to live tweet the game on Sunday, probably. Um, I'll try to live tweet that. So, my Twitter handle is at Grant Sheffield. Yeah, at Grant Sheffield, yeah. Um... So that should be cool. I'm going to try to live tweet that. And, uh, yeah. Other than that, we out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to share and subscribe to the podcast. Want more? Look Grant up online at grantsheffieldcomedy.com. <laughs>